stunner shades on. Getting Gucci smooth stepping with my J's on. This shit rock, cause my wave on. It's the bishop making bitches get they praise on. Jose hallelujah, I'ma bless you for the days gone. Make it hot, strut the block and cut your ways on. Navigate it stealth, I maneuver like I'm Frank White. Louis Belt, Mac and hoes up on the late night. Churches on the. If you ever wanted a podcast where you could listen to a bunch of people smoke weed, drink liquor, and talk a lot of shit, you found your podcast. My name is Sosa. His name is Mook. Say hi, Mook. Yeah. His name is Omatic. Sometimes we call him Salman. Say hi, Omatic. Hey. <laughs> As you can see, we're getting high and drunk and talking shit on the podcast. You should listen. Press play, ho. Wow. I love that one. Say your. Yeah. Press play, ho. What's up, Charles? Good with you, Mook. I don't even want to introduce this as any type of show because I don't have a good adjective. This could go any type of way. So before we start, oh, you don't even got the wireless mic no more, do you? See? That leads me. All right, never mind. All right. So here's the thing. There's a few things you have to go over first. There's a lot of crazy shit going on in the world. But before we get to the world, there's a lot of crazy shit going on with with this situation <laughs> and how we got here. Are you divulging to the people how we got here? No. Okay. All right. Just respect this agency, Charlie. I respect, I, respect, I respect all agency and all people's um, life, trans, life, um, transgressions. I didn't want to call them transgressions. I wanted to call them something else, but you're right. Life's transgressions. So, moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, we're back. Yeah. Slightly. Feels good. We're back, nonetheless. <laughs> we're recording, goddammit. So we're back. Yeah. Slightly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the whole point is that we're back and Omatic is safe and things are moving up. So we're going. <laughs> so we're I mean, there's no you know, other. Niggas weren't looking for you. It's facts. So we're going on an up trajectory, and we're leaving things in the past. Normally, we would divulge, and you know, but we're leaving things in the past. But this is on record that yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, but we are yeah. Show sure not. All right. The world is fucking crazy, and we haven't been around to sort of give you guys high insights about it. Um, last time we left you, summer was about to end, and summer is over now. Not officially, but it's yeah. kind of it's kind of cool now. It's alright. Weather's nice again. People wearing hoodies and shit. It's my season, and it's not, and they're not looking stupid for wearing the hoodies. So, um, yeah, no more lime green. I'm hoping. Not even. I'm hoping. I'm just guessing. I wasn't, was I a fan of the Lime Green? I believe you were. Yeah, all right, cool. So, keep doing that. I don't know how you guys are going to replicate it with um, the the fall time. but there's ways around it, sure. I think there's going to be a lot of black. Fashion. I'm here for the black. Fashion Nova got them. I heard Fashion Nova don't be paying the girls. I heard they, if they do, they pay them like $300, $500. That's not my issue. <laughs> Wow, you know we were we're equal opportunity people here who like to look I mean, out for all causes. Like, I'm not I'm not well versed enough to just speak my ignorance on that topic. But if, if you're, when did if, you being well versed enough ever stop you from giving opinions? Touche. But on this one, you gonna leave, you gonna leave the not, girls alone? I'm just gonna leave that one. All right, alone. whatever. Well, the I girls just, got it though. <laughs> they gonna get their equal pay eventually. It is fucked up. Jokes, um, but yeah. So summer's over. We're getting into the fall. But the last part of summer was wilding. You niggas was fucking wilding. All right. So what's first? Chicken. Mook still hasn't had the Popeye sandwich. You guys. Omatic, have you had it? Omatic doesn't really like indulge in such things. Like fast food. Or more so just like meat in general. Like he's like he eats meat, but he's more of like, you know, healthy lean and turkey, very lean stuff. So he's not Nigga, you ain't no venison though. No, he's 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, like, yeah, you know, he's he's yeah, you know, he's, a, for real. he's a he's <laughs> a he's a different type of animal. I didn't I didn't expect to have the chicken. Er, Keith, you had the Popeye chicken sandwich. It was good, right? Yeah, Pete, Keith, Pete, you had the Popeye chicken sandwich. Wow, Hajar, you had it. Nope. Wow. So I'm one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm uh, in a room of six people. Only two people have had it. Yep. Thirty-three percent. That's good numbers. That means y'all are good people. Um, I've had it. It was pretty bomb. They told me I liked it. Um, as far as it being better than the Chick Fil A sandwich, here's the thing. I don't really, really. I I had a whole bunch of takes, and then my man Peach was like, "Happy birthday, Peach." Um, he reminded me. He was like, "You not really. You don't really like sandwiches like that." You. Know, I was like, "Damn, you are right." But I will say though, the bun on the Popeyes joint is brazy. Okay. Like that bun. It was like wow, like brioche or something, right? I don't know. Yeah, it, whatever they did to that button, they did that shit up. And what I say about the chicken is that I feel as though like they perfectly did a breast without bones. And if you've ever had a Popeye's breast, I think we can all attest to it being like me, at least for me, a very, very good breast. Mm-hmm. So if they, if you think of their breast, but with no bone. Spicy, the joint is like <laughs> joint I was in a go, I was in a joint, I was in a car with some chicks, and they were like, That joint, I was like, No, nah. I was like, Shawty, you playing? I was like, This joint, mm, different. I'm just saying, I'm not saying Papa, I'm not saying Chick fil A joint, not it. I'm just saying, Why, why put two bad bitches against each other? Why, <laughs> why? I don't see, I don't see the need in it, you know what I'm saying. I don't see the meaning in it. Me personally, yeah, I feel you, it's bro. not my. It's not my. That's not, your it's not my gospel. That's not your aesthetic. That's not my gospel. You okay. know, I don't believe in such things like that. So for me personally, I'm saying get your chicken sandwich if you feel nice. That's you know, right. wherever, wherever you feel love and welcome. Okay. Sundays, Popeyes. I mean, Saturday, chicken. I like, I like chicken sandwiches. So just like, yeah, I'm saying when they go back, test that joint out. Go, hey, hey, go go see I'm that okay. joint. They were sold out. You know what I'm saying? So you go go check it out when they come back. Hopefully they're not as hot on the streets. And you know, huh. let's they stre- now, they apparently they sold out. Like the streets, <laughs> the streets did what they were supposed to do. <laughs> the streets said, "All right, so here's what I think." So <laughs> niggas, you niggers. No, hold on, relax. Wow, hard ER, relax. Yeah, that's relax. No, it's not. It's, all right, this is the issue. It's not. I'm about to what I'm saying. Here's the reselling the sandwich. Because niggas resell everything. Like niggas would resell your heart if they can, and they do. I mean, they do. So that's my point. My point is that like, yo, we live in a world where this is what we do, and that's gonna get me to another point. I'm loving how my points always segue to each other. Niggas selling the sandwich is is okay, coon behavior, whatever. But that's just capitalism at its finest. It, niggas getting a sandwich is not nigger behavior. In any sense, like no, some of the resale, the people actually going and get the sandwiches. It's like, bro, it's a sandwich. So. Yeah, and I seen a, as much white people in that joint getting sandwiches oh, yeah, as yeah. I seen black people. So I'm not even tripping off of people weighing in lines doing all I that. Know way more black people are having and, the sandwich than white people. For and people. also, it's the sandwiches four fucking dollars. Yeah. Like, why y'all acting the like niggas? Like, the meal was four dollars, right? Six. Yeah, you acting like niggas is out here spending their life savings yeah. on a fucking chicken sandwich, like. <laughs> Don't ask me about no fucking voting and chicken sandwich. Like, if you bring up voting <laughs> and chicken sandwich next to me, I will call you stupid. Like, don't ask me. Unless you got a plan. Yo, when I ask niggas about uh, voter suppression in Georgia, this nigga Keith tweeted me was like, what you want us to do, Charles? I remember it. I was like, damn. I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn. I feel, I was like, damn, right? Maybe, maybe I'm in the wrong. And now I see niggas talking about voting. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. I was in the right. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> niggas got all the smoke for everything else, but what really matters. So, no, fuck that. Yes, Charles. I need niggas to do fucking better. Stand your ground. Nah, he's my guy. He's a, he's probably like one of I'm the most intellectuals on the timeline. Everybody else. The rest of those idiots are fuck up. I'm definitely taking a break from Twitter next month. It's definitely my my last hoorah. That's my hibernation month. Mm-hmm. I've already set it in stone. So October? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm done with them. A bunch of idiots. But um, wow. uh, that gets me to my second point about capitalism. And, um, I'm about to talk about that other guy now. Well, here's the thing. Their Lord and Savior, Jay-Z, um, <laughs> made some, I guess, some mistakes, and now they're upset. And here's my thing. 
Jay-Z didn't do anything wrong. And here's the reason why. Because Jay-Z's job is not to be a civil rights leader. It never was. He had he when he when he said he was part of the reason the president was black, that was just a bar. It wasn't meant to be taken literally. <laughs> Those are rap lines. You know, they, they sort of play up things. His job is to be a rich guy. He has decided that is his job. He makes rich guy decisions. If you are mad at him for disguising his rich guy dis- decisions in a cloak of social justice and activism, you are you are allowed to call him out on it and you are allowed to bring receipts. That, that's what you are allowed to do. Jay-Z is not saving us. Jay-Z being with the NFL does not make, that is nothing, there's no seat at the table for, the, the NFL is a private organization mm-hmm. that makes $15 billion last year, I believe, or in the 2018 fiscal year, if you look at some reports. And the commissioner's income. Took home $40 million. <laughs> Took home $40 million. Listen, this is what that league, like, it's not, and here's my thing, I'm not mad at Jay-Z, like, dead ass, like, I told, I've told this to multiple people multiple times, I'm not mad at Jay-Z, Jay-Z's allowed to do that, but you're also allowed to critique Jay-Z, yep. you, when Jay-Z says we're gone past kneeling, we're, we're, we're past kneeling, that is fine, now, I am allowed to rebuttal and be like, no. hey, no, you selling not. t-shirts, and doing a concert for your homeboy and Megan Trainer, so they can get their streams up. <laughs> that's not social. That's not going to stop them from killing niggas in the street. That's not how that works. Those things are. I, I don't know about you. I mean, the same day you said I take the I'll take a vote, huh? The no. same day you said that we were past kneeling, five young men in Arkansas got held at gunpoint for going around collecting money for. A oh yeah, by the white lady. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying. I mean, listen. So it's just like, I'm not on, here bro. to argue. I'm not here to argue about racial um, tension in the United yeah. States of America. Like, if you ever thought the NFL was a place that you was going to fight that type of battle, you're an idiot. Now let's go back full circle. Back when this whole thing started, the whole issue was because this Jay Z thing I think speaks to a bigger issue. It doesn't even speak to the. I think it speaks to a, a very larger issue. Back when this whole Colin Kaepernick I was NFL about to say, that's a kneeling thing started. I tried to. I, try, I think I said it multiple times on here. Why does it matter? The NFL is not the place where we should be fighting social justice and activism. Mm-hmm. It's just not the place. What we should be fighting is with your lawmakers, bro. That same energy you had for Jay Z's deal, if you had it for my man Larry Hogan, and you know the GOP run. Um, Maryland, uh, fucking, my words are all fucking fried. Uh, GOB political office, whatever. The front office of Maryland, mm-hmm. right now, maybe things would be, you know, that same tension and pressure. Things would change, but no, you care about, you know, Jay Z's business deals are business deals. He's a billionaire for a reason. Mm-hmm. Because he makes business deals. Sometimes shrewd. people in the back. I don't even want to even call it. Sometimes shrewd. Call it shrewd. If you want to call it stabber in the back, hey. But sometimes that's what businessmen do. That's not what I said. That's what they said. <laughs> that's what they said. That's what they said. That's what they said. Hey, listen. Hey, here's my thing. You're allowed to. And here's the thing. You're also allowed to still like the blueprint. Like, that shit really cranks. American Gangster. Really great album. Yo. All of none of that has to change. Say hello. <laughs> none of that, none of that has to change, and you can still be like, "Nah, Jay Z, that's a, that's that's not a good look." Hello. What you're doing isn't going to help black he relations. Still lied about them bricks. Y'all still playing that song though. <sighs> that's a hit, bro. Well, we once again we'll leave that alone. Is it? Um, <laughs> Kiss asked you, you know, well, he said 85. Why do 85 rappers and why do rappers lie 85 percent of their rhymes? Hey, I mean, Kiss told us that a very, a very long time ago. How you want New York and live in Connecticut? Damn, it, these are all facts. But the Jay Z, like, I just can't stress enough that you have to stop depending on Jay Z to be anything other than a rich guy that maybe gives you hope to be another rich guy. Like the same way you look up to maybe Warren Buffett or Bill Gates or some other rich white guy because you're black and I hope you like and you see him, Mm -hmm. that's cool. I hope you look up to Diddy and you you say, or you look up to Oprah. You look up to the dude Robert uh, Smith who gave uh, the dudes at Morehouse 
all the that tech, money. The tech billionaire. The tech billionaire. You look up to all these people and you say, hey, because they look like me, I can go be great. And that's perfectly fine. But outside of that, trying to make Jay-Z some sort of thought-provoking leader, Jay-Z hasn't demonstrated any of that to do that. Like, there's people who actually, Brie Newsome, you can actually, I think she's worthy of you sort of being like, hey, she knows what she's talking about. She sort of has a, gr a grasp on what the culture and what maybe needs to be done to move forward. What happened? There's, there's plenty of people. Mm -hmm. there's, there's numerous people. Chase isn't one of them, <laughs> but he's a damn lie. good rapper. And a great businessman. Yeah. I would not take that away from Jay Z. At all. And I will and I and I have to make that very clear. That boy not get in the office and make some money, Snip. But you but you telling us to wait and see? Nah. The only thing Jay Z could do is actually give money to causes. And it's like, did Jay Z need the NFL to give money to causes? No, unless you didn't <laughs> want to give your own money to it, so and you're taking that income to do that. And you know how you and you know how you don't give your own money, and the NFL doesn't give their own money. You make apparel and you get people <laughs> to buy it, and you give all the proceeds to charity. Indeed. That way, you can get it. Nobody has to spend any of their money, motherfucker. And then we, we can, just make this shit. And then we can get some money. You know, you know, you know how much off. it costs to make some shirts at a sweatshop in China. Ain't that much, baby. A hundred probably cost you about a hundred dollars. that, I'm sure. So, um, it is what it is. Like, um, once again, not knocking Jay, but also I'm not about to absolve him from critique. That's what we're not doing. At his big, big age, he nah. knew what he was doing. He don't care. Like, he don't care. I, I mean, problems. here's my thing. Should Jay-Z care? No. I'm not saying he should, but I'm just saying, like, he don't get fucked. If, if, I don't think Jay-Z... Uh, outside of doing good deeds, like he made a documentary about a dude who was in jail for three days over uh, a minor charge and ended up dying. Brother. You said three days, three years. Oh, I thought he died in jail. No, he committed suicide when he got out. When he got out. Oh, I thought he was in there for. Oh, he was in there for oh, three years. That would make more sense. Yeah, story. he was in solitary confinement for like. Oh, maybe he should. Maybe I think I heard he should have been out in three days for yeah, his. He, okay, they okay. They say he stole a backpack and he didn't do it. But even if he did, did that's, that was the It's just like, why are you being held this long? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you know, he made a documentary he, about that. Damn sure shouldn't have got sent to Rikers for that. He helped Jay Z. He helped uh, Meek Mill. Story come to light and ultimately Tony Savage. get off of probation. Shout out to Meek Mill. He's now mm -hmm. on probation. He helped Tony One Savage get a, a lawyer and not deal with ICE. No, you got him out of ICE detention. He got him a lawyer that got him out of the, the situation with ICE. Yeah. Um, I don't know he helped Lil Wayne pay his taxes that one year. That's cool. When Lil Wayne said that. I'm sure he's helped other families in times of need. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's no, I, there's no denying Jay-Z has done good things. Like, there's yeah. not. But he also Shot was the, in the foot. <laughs> he also was the face behind the Brooklyn, bringing the Barclays Arena to that area of Brooklyn, in which they said they'd bring affordable housing. Six years later, there's still Shit. no affordable, affordable housing. housing. It's not even built yet. The average, the average house the costs jobs, like a million dollars, right? I mean, it's, it's the, the jobs that they said were full-time or actually part-time, mm -hmm. and people have said that they have to work multiple job, jobs work to, still, to still live in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, there's, t there's plenty of information on the, <laughs> on the other side that says, hey, maybe Jay-Z isn't <laughs> as good for the culture as maybe you guys are claiming to be. Maybe he is just a face in all this. But I don't think Jay-Z's a bad guy, and I'm still listening to the Blueprint and he only owned, um, he owned like a percentage American gangster. Right? He owned like 0.15% and sold it when he uh, did the Rock Nation thing because okay. you couldn't have a, you couldn't be an owner and have a, uh, I think a, uh, a sports agency at the same time. Okay. Conflict of interest. If conflict of interest. So, I mean, I don't think Jay Z's a bad guy. I don't think he's a good guy. I think he's a guy. He's a guy with a lot of money. And I think it acts as a bigger question. Do we do we do we want to live in a world where there's a few select guys who have a lot of money? Mm. I think that's the next question. Do do we want to live in that world? 
the next 20 years of the next 25 years of our lives i think that's the greatest social question outside of racism i think racism is the everlasting be question the, because it's be the biggest fight because they already started the conversation and now it's just like they're actually trying to tax them niggas like they did like after the great depression and shit. I, I think you're right to an extent that the fight is where we're at now but the fight only becomes a real thing we're talking about it in the car like public when when poor people the only thing anything changes is when poor people truly get fed up mm-hmm. if poor people when they stop doing stuff people have to be like oh shit like that's how shit happens when people go on strike everybody be like oh fuck damn we can't if, if everybody at walmart went on strike and was like man fuck this walmart need to pay us the right wage I bet you, I bet you, I bet you everybody else be like, well, we can't go to Walmart and get our shit. Nah, man, y'all niggas need to pay, y'all niggas need to pay them niggas at Walmart. The same way the NFL do it. But Walmart has a, has the means of, of quelling and stopping sort of uprisings in a way that I don't think there's one entity that can do that for poor people if poor people worked in cohesion. But I don't have the answers to that, to for how do poor people work in cohesion to make a successful uprising in mm-hmm. the United States of America. Money talk, bro. So it's just like, like they're poor at the end of the day, so it's just like we still need that check even though we're poor. So it's like it's hard to you, you take a strike, you don't go to work. So. But I'm not, I'm not, but I'm not just saying, my, I'm like, I'm just uh, what saying, else? I really think it's that simple, though. Yeah, but my thing about it is that, like, do you want to end capitalism, you personally? If I told you there could be a, you could live in this country tomorrow and there'll be no capitalism, like you wouldn't have to really worry about a job. You could just chill because should it be whatever your idea of, I guess we're gonna call it socialism. I don't really want to call that, but you, you live, you you'd be able to live and not have to worry about money. Cap, you wouldn't. There wouldn't be a free market. No. There would be sort of. You don't want. You don't want that. Keys. What is your idea, economic and social sort of playground for this country or the or world that you live in? Wow, you don't want to get me started. Please, just just slightly, just slightly, so I can have this conversation. Please. Um, a complete democratic or economic socialism. Um, and what does that entail as far as like people and work? Because this is the question. That's that's the only thing I really want to focus on. Like people and work. What does that entail? Um, I feel like work would be whatever I guess you do and you'll create more so. The, like it would be an economic like an economy based on like we know what people need and we make sure everybody has what they need. Anything more than that is completely up to you to get whatever you want out of life. And how do people fund that? Do people? I mean, I feel I just personally feel like we got the technology to, you know what I mean, have food, water, shelter for everybody. Yes, and that's the thing. And I think that's where I agree super, super with Keith. Those fundamental things. But the first thing a government is going to ask is how we going to pay for that. But the thing is that there's enough. There's 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 nothing if if and this is very going to be very superficial, but if there's a hurricane going on right now and Trump can say that I'm not going to Sweden because I'm staying in the America to I'm staying in America to monitor the storm and then he ends up taking a plane to Virginia to play golf and say I'm gonna be monitored on the course. Somebody's paying for that. We are. So there's money. Like there's the the idea that the American economy and government doesn't have enough money, I think is a farce. So so the idea of where we could pay for that, it all tax dollars like exactly like patents. But like he said, if we if you say everybody's gonna have a place to live, food to eat, and what was the third thing? Women will have tampons free, basically you know all the type of things that people. If you could say all that, free healthcare, it'd be. That's part of your, I mean, that's sort of part of the economic model. Okay. So for all that, if you if we do this, there's money to be done this. But the thing about it is that I don't think anybody, well, not anybody, because obviously Keith is a person, and that's why I wanted to use him, that feels that way. I think most no, no, I people, feel, I, feel the same exact way, I think most people, when you break it down like that, are like, oh, yeah, of course. But then you ask them, so like, 
what about your job and how much you get paid? And I think there's enough people, not poor people, not rich people, but enough people who have convinced themselves in this capital, capitalist society that they make enough or are on track to make a certain amount of money that they're okay with this system because they'll either keep continuing to gain or on the way to gain. And doing that, the benefits of that trumps anything of making sure that a million to two million to even 15 other million people are able to sustain living. And I think, honestly, that is the fundamental issue. It's not even the super rich people. There's fucking super rich. And there's nothing about it. Very, very few of these. The fuck to do with their money anyway. Very few of these people. Things are gonna change. Their carbon footprint is so big. It doesn't even matter. They can fucking stop doing shit today, and the shit wouldn't move for like fucking ten years. That's just that's just the facts of it. It is what it is. There's really no changing that. The idea is, how do you get people to sort of fundamentally agree with keys, and then believe it through action? Because what that means, it would be like, yo, what if someone told you today that to ensure that you would get a freeze cap on your salary right now or the payments you make. Most people would be like, fuck that. Most people would be like, nah. Most people would be like, nah. Most people would be like, I can't fuck with it. That's not something I'm with it. I'm not banging with it. That's not something I really, I really want to do. And I think that's the part where in America where you got, you got enough people who really want to change and enough people who are like, nah, I'm still getting to the bag. It's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, I'm a hustler out here. Mm. It's a lot of niggas who still like, yeah, I got hustlers and ambitions. Mm-hmm. So they're not mad at the fact that niggas is not eating. You know what they telling you? It's a reason why niggas not eating. Niggas not hungry. Niggas don't want to work. Like what the fuck does that have to do with eating? What does working have to do with eating? Ask yourself that. Like, literally, ask yourself that. What does working have to do with eating? If one person kills, let's say one person kills a hog. I know some of y'all don't eat meat. Please, relax. One person kills a hog. That's feeding like six people. Depends six on people can get fed. Why, why should one person keep six feedings of a hog just because he killed it? You can't even eat it, and by the time you possibly could have be expired, like dead ass. Not dead ass. There's there's no way fundamentally that human life I mean, and how we, we live. That's how we waste a lot of food too, though. But everything is about eat, eating large ass portions and shit. Like when you like dead ass, people are so. And I've seen this. Just think about it. I'm about to, I'm about to blow. I'm about to probably blow everybody right now. Think about going to a group dinner, a group outing with people. With a bunch of friends, a birthday, whatever. You go with four to more than anytime you go with more than four to five people. Y'all go, y'all go to dinner, y'all go to Cheesecake Factory. Everybody gets a different thing, this, different thing, that, da da da. By the end of the night, there's multiple plates of stuff that just hasn't been ate. Some people are gonna box it, some people won't, da da da. Well, there's gonna be an excess amount of food that's just gonna be wasted. And when it comes to the bill, everybody's going to be like, give me mines. I paid for this. Give me this. I take this, da-da-da, add this, da-da-da, boom, boom. And then everybody's going to, you know, eventually get what they need and go about their business, right? Mm -hmm. So somebody's probably going to pay for, we're going to pay for extra food that we're not going to eat. And we're going to actually leave foods the way that this place is going to throw away. And we're going to go, all right. Instead of us all being like, hey, we came out together in a social setting, all of us, and we're eating together, we're talking together, we're sort of fellowshipping. So, hey, how about we say, I like this, I like, what do you like? You want, can you eat this? You can't, all right, that's cool, da-da-da. And we get a few things of this, da-da-da. No, sure. And everybody just eats together, and when it comes, we split the thing and we go about our day. But see, that's more in the line of this socialism way of thinking about community and dealing with a group where the capitalism says, fuck that. Dude, I pay for this, I'm paying for this. Man, fuck that. And that's not a bad, listen, I'm not here to tell anybody, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you see, but you see what I'm saying? You see the, uh, you, you see the, you, but nah, but I think if you say shit like that, you would, you would get those faces. Well, that's yeah. something you get people being like, oh, look, my nigga. You broke. That's why you want to split everything with everybody. Nah, not at all. But it makes more sense socially. 
and economically if we do this thing together mm. because we came here together and we're in this at least for this hour to two hours this social setting together mm. but nobody ever wants to think like that Scott Charles about community I love it well it's about sustaining for the future at this point because everyone keeps talking about how alright there's about to be a recession coming I think everybody who sort of watches markets and forecasts believes that by like at least February 2020 the markets are going to go in those type of way that's going to be really bad whatever if you don't if you don't think whatever if you think maybe later before hey there's people who are way smarter and do this for a living who sort of talk about this you can follow the motley fool robin hood snacks there's definitely podcasts and th- places out there where you can go get this information mm-hmm. don't believe me fuck it i'm stupid but with that coming up and being said what what do what do communities look like how do people survive that how do people not go hungry in times like this how do people make sure they have enough toilet paper to make... Bro, if you go to Costco right now and you get a 30-pack of fucking toilet paper and let's say a, a recession happens and they start upping shit very, 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 very minutely, but shit that was like 329 goes to 379. Oh, yeah, my Shit. Now you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. If somebody in your neighborhood... Has bought seven, eight, nine, thirty packs of joints. It's like, hey, I'm giving away for two for two dollars. They're trapping out the band, though, baby. Now everybody, this person will eventually make all their money back, and now is a community supplier and is now overcharging. But you know what will happen though, is that there's gonna be a person who buys nine da 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 because maybe they're forecasting and thinking of these things. Mm-hmm. And instead, of, and instead of selling maybe two for three, two for four at the most, they're gonna go sell it two for eight. And they're going to be like, man, that's the market, bro. <laughs> I mean, you know what? And they might not even do that. They're going to be like, man, I do I do two for three fifty, bro. You know, the market is two for three seventy nine, dollars and, and they taxing you, bro. <laughs> this joint y'all like cheaper. So you really got to pay two for four. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, and that's how, and that's how the world works. And it's like people, people's first thing is, how can I maximize profits at all costs? And I think that's a sketchy slope to live in if you're going to be about this whole thing where everybody wants to be part of it. Everybody needs to function. Because if you maximize profits at all costs, you have to you have to cut someone out at some point. For sure. There's just no way. The way supply and demand works. Economics. Am I wrong, Keith? You're a little bit well-versed in this than me. Wait, he wasn't listening? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I feel <laughs> it. <laughs> listening or not. But I just feel as though, like, that's the point we're at in society. It's more of, like, a societal actually want to change and shift than any sort of tangible thing that's going to happen. Because the tangible will not happen unless people actually put the pressure you could talk about taxing billionaires forever. They've been talking about taxing billionaires since 1975. Talking about taxing billionaires longer than that, sure. I wasn't. I was born in 1992, okay. so 17 years before I was alive, there's been discussions on taxing billionaires. I'm 27. We're going on 44 years of talking about taxing billionaires. So this idea, <laughs> so this idea that. A billionaires, billionaires, like so. This idea is not a newfound one. It's not even a. A profound one. It's just something that you need enough people. It's just like with racial shit. Yo, they been you know, you thought you think niggas just wanted to be slaves for all that time? It's like, yeah, no, like you just can't when when you're low-key considered a slave, you can't advocate for yourself, Kanye. That's why slavery wasn't a choice. <laughs> Cause you know, that's the thing. Like when someone has decided those are sort of the power boundaries and that's sort of with the ways of the world, it's sort of like sexism. Like, no one just decides that men are greater than women. But, yo, we have about 400 years of history that says we've decided that this is what it is. <laughs> so now we're trying to reverse that history, those learnings, those teachings. Why don't y'all understand that? That's why That's why we sort of having a struggle here. It's not that these niggas... I'm sure some of them are just dead-ass fucking idiots and seconds. But, like, some of them are definitely unlearning behavior. 
this is this is what comes with it. You have you have to teach people. That's the thing about like especially white racists. It's like there's a part of me that's like, fuck, why do I have to teach somebody not to be racist? But then it's like, no, because everyone taught them to be racist. Yeah. Fundamentally, people aren't, bro. Like white babies, they don't just be like, oh, I see nigger. That's not how they work. <laughs> they don't just be like, ooh, nigger. They just be like, ooh, person. That's how people, you know, it's somebody telling them, ooh, nigger. So how do I get them to be like, no, person? It's just like those are the things, and I don't think anybody wants to do that groundwork. I personally don't. I'm not even going to front it to you. I don't want to. I don't want to go to Mississippi, Alabama, parts of the country and be like, hey, man, all the things you've been taught, you're indoctrinated, my brother. You want to charge? No. Your last name of Bank, if anybody can tell him, you could. Nah, that's how you get shot. So, um,. <laughs> I'm just listen, people. I I said this on this podcast before. When niggas try to be revolutionaries, that's how they die. Fred Hampton died at 21, not because you know he was assassinated at 21. He was assassinated at 21. Why? Because he was a rev- like because he was a revolutionary. Like he actually maybe had people really being like, hmm, maybe that black socialism shit is some real shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe. We don't need to integrate and get money in capitalism. Maybe socialism is the way for us. Man, this breakfast program is lit. Maybe all our kids being happy throughout the day because they ate in the morning isn't a bad idea. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, here's no funny shit. Why can't the three richest black people set up a a privately fund breakfast program for underprivileged black kids? Damn, what's it? It'd be socialism. It probably would be, like by all definition. But why couldn't they? There'd be nothing stopping them. There'd be no real rebuttal. Who would who would say something? Who would say something if Oprah, Jay Z, Diddy, Robert uh, Smith Smith all got together and said, "We're gonna allocate this amount of money, and in every place where there's a population of X amount of people, or there are black people in general, we're going to." Set up banks, set up places. There will be food, da 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 da, and we'll send the money to these people. What's stopping them? They don't want to. So my thing is, stop telling me about the idea that socialism can't happen or it's a bad thing. Nobody has a problem with giving. I hate to say it, white America or America money to do things. It's just the problem when you give it to black to, people. I was about to get very specific. But I'm glad you worded it that way. Yeah, that's that's the real issue. The issue is, it's not a fact that you don't like giving money away. It's like they don't like giving money to black people. And and that's okay. It's okay to say that. Because after Pearl Harbor, they stamp cut a check. And it's okay to say, like, you don't want to give money to black people. But then, when there are black people with money, you, they cannot turn around and then try to spew this sort of bullshit, uh, bootstrap, get it how you live <laughs> nonsense. Unless they truly believe it. And that's what I hate to tell y'all. A lot of these niggas... Be like, grab yourself by your bootstraps. A lot of these niggas really believe that. And that's what y'all... Like, and I'm not just talking about guys. Because it's a common... It's a common belief now that you're the black man is just the it's just the white man without the benefits of racism. Nope. And I mean, maybe if you want to believe that, hey, I'm not even about to stop you. Bring your receipts. I'm sure there's, there's some... There might be some flaws in it, but I'm sure you do have some points. I'm sure you have some connections. But I can point to quite a few black women who benefit, and that's the thing. You know why it's only a few? Because you're only going to find me a few black men like that. Maybe the overarching sort of nonsense you hear spewed on, like, this Twitter is the new talk radio. So if you've ever listened to talk radio, you know that callers, they come in and they spew in a lot of nonsense. Half them niggas don't even believe what they're saying. They're saying it because they have an audience. So when Paul Feinbaum picks up your call, and you're like, oh, shit, fuck Alabama. You don't really you don't really mean that. And maybe you do, but you probably wouldn't have said that unless Paul Feinbaum picked up the phone like that. Cam Newton, Cam Newton, some shit. Little, little racist ass, you know, little nigger. You you don't really you don't really say that about Cam no, Newton. I gotta say it. You sound like a motherfucker on Xbox Live just now. But that's my point. X, Xbox Live is the perfect is the perfect example of this. That's a medium where people do these things with the benefit of being 
being away. Mm-hmm. It's very talk show. It's very talk show radio. It's very you know talk radio. You get once you get that distance, a lot of people just start being acting real different. The distance allows people to you know act in ways that they normally would not act. And I'm just saying like that's not how that's not that doesn't fly. And like the actual how we do this life thing, mm-hmm. it's just not how it works. So I don't know, man. I, I, I really wish niggas had answers. I really, when I don't have answers, I, I be really at loss. I'm hit, bro. I just let you talk this episode because you was really beefing when you was in the car, and I was just like, I'm mad. No, no, no. Because sometimes I don't be mad at the world, but now I'm mad at the world. It's like, bro, the Amazon is fucking burning, and these niggas. I don't really. I'm not. Don't even let me lie to you like I'm Mother Nature ass nigga. I do not give a fuck. I know we gonna leave this earth one day, so I'm like, hey, I'm trying to do my time as I occupy. If make you make it better. If you are burning, literally burning something that they say contributes to 30 percent of the Earth's oxygen, and then the wildfire can be seen from space, and there's only two man-made objects that can be seen from space. And this fire was a man-made object because they yeah they burn it they burn it for so cattle. Yeah, but here's so my thing. Like, bro, that's like, evil. See, that's my that's thing. People are talking evil. about like stop eating meat. My thing is about they like listen. To, they had to stop soccer you, tournaments in Brazil and other countries because the smog traveled. Bro, that you far. think niggas are? You think niggas can't get meat? Like that's what you think? You think that the way the consumption works, the way it's processed, the way it's artificial. And then the indigenous people that live in the Amazon are dying. That niggas can't get meat. That niggas had to do all. Bro, it's an evil man who's trying to use it for profit in capitalism. He sees that if he does that, he can corner a market of meat and then have all of it. Let's shout him out because they randomly called out the man's name. That's what he's doing, and I and that's the thing. Like we, I, I feel like we just get boggled down in the very like minute details and like. Are you a vegan? Are you a meat eater? It's like, no, fuck it. There's a man who has a plan and objective, and he's going to carry it out unless somebody does something about it. And here's, you know what, and you know what they're going to do about it? The G7 pledge to give 20 million. He denied it. That means, that means seven of the top countries in the world said they got 20 million dollars to fight a fire. My nigga. You had rich people even saying that they was my nigga. to donate. Twenty million dollars. I'm talking about seven of the top countries in the world whose GDPs probably equal up to something like a trillion dollars. Some unbelievable number. Had twenty million dollars to give to a fire that, like you said, moved almost thirty percent of the world's oxygen can be sourced from. Who makes twenty million dollars in the NBA? Jadavion County just signed for fifteen point nine million dollars. 20 M's. <laughs> I'm just saying, put this shit. Oh, y'all niggas in the chat fooling. Mm, uh, I didn't even look at my phone in a break. That's how you know I'm all in no. on this conversation. But yeah, man, the world is fucked up, and I just really want better for everybody. Steven Schwartzman. Who's that? The man in charge of the fire in Brazil. He's a. Uh, He's in charge of the destruction that's going on down there. He's the CEO of Blackstone and a huge investor. And he also is one of Mitch McConnell's and Donald Trump's biggest supporters. Shout out to you, Charles. Oh, why? What did I do? His name is Charles Schwarzman, correct? Oh, wow. Okay, I don't really like that, but... uh, It's all right. You share names with evil people, but you're not that bad. (laughs) Right? Like, what type of shit is that? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you're not, nigga. You got people destroying Earth. You good. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Perspective. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> as the world turns, basically, and shit is just really fucked up and out here. Amazon burns. <laughs> it's just really fucked up out here. I want you guys to do a few things for me. I want you guys to be nicer to each other. I mean, listen, man. The least we could do in all this bullshit is just be nicer people. I feel like that's a starting point. If we can start, listen. If that person, oh no, I want to talk about Dave Chappelle. You see, you saw the joint move. I did actually. I watched it on the flight back. 
Alright, so what do you think about it? Was it offensive? I know you don't think anything offensive. I'm about so. to say, you know, damn you weird, probably the right. wrong. You probably the wrong person to ask. I saw that was fucking amazing. Alright, so... Great work. So, what if I have to play devil's advocate for a second? Go ahead, do your thing. What if I said, do you see why there could be an issue with some of the jokes? Are you talking about Yeah. Alright, what do you see... Why do you see there could be an issue with that? I mean... Times we're in, it's like, it's a very distinct term in that community, so I've learned. And so it's just like, all right, like, I feel you. Like, if you're not that exact thing and you don't want to be called that, then cool. But at the same time, this isn't the place for you to be trying to fight social justice. <laughs> so it's just like, like the same way, like the NFL conversation we yeah, had earlier. Bro, like it's Dave Chappelle. What? He's a comedian. Like he's he's a he's an ignorant nigga. What what if I what if I said he he he'd respond? So no, he's not. And what what if I say that he's punching down on a community that doesn't have sort of the ability to how like you said. Punching down though. I didn't say anything he said is disrespectful. He just said how can I can how can I say nigga, but I can't say faggot. Because we sort of understand. I think society as a whole has given you the fact that there's something, a truly a difference in those two things. So I can see, I can. Okay, so I can, I can be a supremacist. Yeah. A black man can play a white supremacist, but you know what I'm saying? I can't say that. I can't say. You know what I'm saying? It's just like people would. If you punch it down, like he said. Too, so it's just like he's that's punching down on his own race. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like there's a lot of other things. People that would say did. that he's allowed to do that as like you said, that's that that point you made earlier about it being distinct to that community and yeah. him not being part of it is that sort of community weird. and a certain type of person in that community. Yeah, so you know the, but the thing about it is that hmm, okay. I mean maybe, but I, I would still so, say I, mean, I would still say that I, the I don't I no longer say the word. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not advocating, but I would so still say like, that the I'm issue saying, is that like, I mean, he's know. he's doing it in a manner that these people really are people who are not being able to defend themselves. I just think it's Dave Chappelle is the issue. You think so? Yeah. You don't think it's the fact that it's on Netflix? It's, it's no, taken in a form? Not at all. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's another show on Netflix that says that has faggot in it, and you're not asking Netflix to take that motherfucker down. But the if, thing, I think the question would be like, is the diet, is it, it? is it difference? Yeah, is it a difference between is he making a joke about it? Because I didn't see him making a joke about the f- either. I mean, the uh, f- gays. The, I'm sorry, but see, that's the thing. My <laughs> my thing is that's what I'm saying. But here's my thing. The thing is that <laughs> I don't the joke. Your jokes. The joke in itself. I think the whole point about it, at least for me, was that the joke wasn't about. Either word, the joke was literally about the people that say you can say it. Yes, the joke yeah. was about standard like and practice. Yes, yeah. and the thing is, I've worked with people in standard and practices before. <laughs> I was telling these guys yesterday, yeah. the, the arbitrary decisions as to when something is wrong versus when something is right, a lot of times is very is is viewed through a very white lens. A very white lens. It's not viewed through a lens of society or people it's viewed through a lens of white people and white people only so i can understand if david Chappelle in 04 working at um central Central has these feelings but in 2019 when he's doing his comedy once again i'm playing devil's advocate there's no need for him to in infuse that word to make a point there's other ways to do but it. There's, but he was also going mm-hmm. back to, the, to, Kevin to Hart. that time. Yes, you're right. When he was talking about it, and it's just like. But the whole point was I'm about the. Say, like, the setup was all through the Kevin Hart though. Yeah. That we're still here. What that what Kevin didn't learn was that, according to, um. Um, <laughs> so far from um. What Kevin didn't learn with the Oscars thing was that he can't say things about that in particular group. And that's where all this was coming. And he said he learned that lesson. But the whole point was, during that same time, mm-hmm. David Chappelle was like, I can't do this show in part because I feel as though white people are not respecting 
what I'm doing for my group. Yeah. Like they don't they see this as a minstrel show when it's not. It's more a critique on society and I don't like how they're laughing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And but you see, and I think that the problem was he took a lot of those feelings and invoked it into this. So a lot of this this stuff he's talking about with that joke in particular with the with both of these words, it's not necessarily about either one, but the yeah. fact that hey, they didn't have no problem when I was they coon. Yeah. And now I'm looking around and it's a bunch of people who felt like I felt and everybody is coming to their rescue. No one came to my rescue. And my thing is that there's a different way to say that, Dave Chappelle. If you want to say these things, there's there's a way. But the only thing I will give him is that it is history to know that the LGBT community has linked their struggles to White the people. civil no no to the civil, civil rights, rights movement? to the civil rights movement yeah. and the history of black struggle. So, but don't look out for the black gays. So it is definitely a question to be asked. But that's the thing. There's and now I'm I'm back out of devil's advocate. Back to just to my analysis on the. Um, the actual doc, uh, the actual stand up, bro. There's actual questions to be asked from what he's saying, bro. Are y'all okay with the fact that once white men get into shit, now they lead the way? Yeah. That like, when cause black, because that whole car joke, yes, was very much accurate. So when black trans people was dying, they people don't give a fuck. But when white trans people are dying, black it's, trans people been dying since the not fucking even when, 60s. Exactly, and not even white trans people. When white trans people are being made fun of, everybody's coming to their defense. But when black trans people Bruce are actually. Jenner. When black trans people are be, are actually dying, Caitlyn, bro, <laughs> Caitlyn, we've been doing this for three. We've been, been doing this for three years, three years, and he nigga still nigga won't do Caitlyn. The name been Bruce, Caitlyn. But that's the thing, like, and that's the thing, like, <laughs> people are saying, like, and I think David Chappelle, without saying, is saying, like, yo, y'all willing to come to these people's defense, but you weren't even willing to come to my defense. Not at all. And and listen. That's a critique on American society. Like when when you say like my defense, like when you, when you even say my defense is more so like I see like every time I watch Dave Chappelle, bro, it was like watching the world through a black person's lens, like mm -hmm. black person, like you said, cause looks through a white man's lens. Mm -hmm. Even though he had a lot of white writers, shout out to uh, Neil Neil, Br Neil Brennan and mm -hmm. all them other niggas. It's just like, bro, like it was still like a black man's lens at the end of the day so it's just like that's how i saw it so like at the end of the day when i'm watching dave Chappelle, like that's the mind frame i'm in it's just like it's a black man giving me the world through a black man's eyes so the thing about it all right so let's frame it like this because even when you're uh, talking about guns uh, like yeah, no, niggas no. didn't say shit about what he was talking about guns you, you're right there's a lot of controversy when he's talking about suicide when he's when he's advocating dead ass in joke form advocating for his other black friend to commit suicide yeah. no one is like hey what about like, what, what about all the black men who commit Mental suicide illness, nigga. Uh, like, no one no one is so, but you see you want to jump over all that and go straight to but here's my but, but here's the thing bashing i think that's the issue for a lot of a lot of people on the other side they have legitimate like if you actually wanted to critique those things you could but they don't want to so they're like, why are you guys picking this one thing? And I don't think for, for the form in which this was delivered, I think they're, I, I hate to say it, but I think they're right. This wasn't delivered from a politician. This wasn't delivered from a person who was supposed to be, he, the, comedians are not supposed to be thought leaders. I hate to break it to y'all. They're not. They're supposed to be comedians. Some of them are good. So why are comedians hosting political shows? Or are, like, so or, like, what do you mean? or or have we framed the way hosts do their shows so so them to be comedian? No, Dudes do monologues all the time. Niggas hire comedians solely. That's a very that. new thing. One with in when we, when people were doing shows, late night shows, all fucking um this new run of this niggas, uh, Conan O'Brien, all these niggas. These Letterman niggas was a comedian, but we're talking about very select people. We're talking about literally Johnny ten Carson people. Was a comedian. We're talking about ten people in the history of TV, Mook. 
We also talking about people that they hold in like form of like reporters and writers and shit. No, they're not reporters. That's like, the thing. Not, no one not, exactly. And that's where you're. And that's the whole point. And, and this, that's where you got from, yourself. And, and that's where you got yourself. There's, there's a difference between up. reporters and, and hosts. These niggas. But these re- niggas are reporting and hosting. No, that's the whole point. They're com- comedians see things through their lens. Rappers are not rappers are not thought leaders. That's the why the Kanye West shit does not make sense. Kanye West sees the world through the through a lens. That's a he, wild lens. So what? When but when his lens was fuck white people, ain't nobody had no problem. Exactly. I exactly. I did not agree with that hundred percent. That's uh-huh. a Maddox view though. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't say that though. George Bush hates black people. I didn't see any problems with that though. Bro, when you make bro, so 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 he's allowed to make an assertion that the president of the free world doesn't like about thirty million people. What took you so long to send help to, to New Orleans when you didn't? It took you like nine seconds to send help to South Carolina. So that's the thing. So you're so we're allowed. To, so here's the thing. So we're allowed to make assertions, and then that's it. But there's people, you don't know what, I don't know what Bush at reasons are. You can talk to Bush personally. But if other people make assertions that I mean, don't I'm go, saying, like, I'm just are, saying. Those are the questions Kanye was asking, though. Like, what what took you so long? Like, I, why, I don't, actually, why you, do so many people have to die in order for you to send help? We know this. this is, like, you knew this storm was going to be bad before that, it hit us because it took out the fucking Caribbean. And then and then we always go to something that Dominique Foxworth said on the show called High Noon. You should watch it 4 p.m. on ESPN. Shout out to Slavery. Pablo Torre. When talking about why things were the way, oh, b- b- uh, Pablo Torre and yeah, and uh, Beaumont Jones. Yeah, you when can asking shout him about, out. huh? I say you can shout him out. <laughs> asking about why the things were like that, he was like, <laughs> because slavery. They talking about like we're talking about um the um the rule Speaking for the for four, the black ju- for the black athletes because of slavery. So slavery is a very intricate part as to why black relations are the way they are in this country yeah, and everyone gets that so i think why don't you get that so the thing with gay people is that they have an intricate relationship with the united states why aren't and i think what they're asking is why can't you understand that the same way that you can understand with black people why can't you understand that with them and i think that's the overarching issue with what their bro, issue is like with I David said, Chappelle. Like I said earlier, bro, like they, they try to latch on to civil rights and then when it actually comes to supporting the black gays in the community, and, they get the fuck. And that's the thing. So I, it's like at once the end again, of the day, and I tell like, all right, I don't like having this conversation, but I like I had a conversation one day with one of my gay mans at work. I told him, I was like, bro, you are a black man first. Yes, you are gay, mm-hmm. but people see you as a black man before they see you as a gay man. So at the end of the day, you're black. But see, I was like, so I'm gonna address you as a black man first and i was like so same thing with them gay white people yeah you're gay but you you might be attractive i might be interested in you but you're black so it's just like at the end of the day if something like if if a if a gay crime happens to you no it don't have the same impact it has on happening to a white man you know what i'm saying so it's just like wow what did you do to provoke him you're a black man at the end of the day you know what i'm saying so it's just like but see once again back to the who's a thought who's a thought leader David Chappelle is not supposed to be the person who gets you to have these conversations about. I was having that conversation before Dave Chappelle. Though. My, but Mook, that's my whole point. We've the been fact that, that conversation the for fact years. that people now are are forming and allowing David Chappelle. This goes back to this whole thing started with who is and who's not. These comedians are not. They're just people who see it through a lens. Yeah, you all. know who is. But you know, but like comedians been doing this, these type of skits for forever though. Norman, so Norman, Norman, Norman. You want a nigga to switch up because what, a nigga could. What's my the, nigga the who? Change? Norman Chomsky. What, what's his last name? Keys. Norman Chomsky. Yo, he's a thought leader. He's a thought. He's someone Whom is who. That? Um, he's an older guy. He wrote books on like the comedy and shit back in the day. Okay, he, okay, he's okay. Older. older white dude. Yeah. He's okay. Speaks. Now he speaks about, and he does about. a lot of things about just sort of social change, looking at the culture, mm-hmm. looking the way things. Are. That's a person who I think you go to and you say, "Hey, yeah, he's a thought leader." Like I'm going to he, Cornell West or some shit. Exactly. Yeah. These are people. Like, these like, are I'm, people who you I'm look you, and, at the same time and you say, "These like, are thought leaders." What do yeah. they think about? What do they think about the world? That's not David Chappelle. Not fucking Johnny fact. Carson. But at the same the time, fuck? if that's the if that's the nigga who it takes to make that move and send that message, then what you going to do, Charles? <sighs> Jesus Christ. Cause Cornel Weston ain't the one having the I conversation. I am I've been invoking Keith a lot in this episode because we're in his home doing this episode. Shout out to the hospitality. Good man's right there. But there was a there was a tweet one day, and it was like a white Boston girl. She was a fan, and she was at like a Yankees 
Yankees game. She went up to like a Yankees fan, and they were like, "Oh, humanity!" And Keith was like, "Man, if white people this way, humanity is, man, we done for." And I was like, "Damn, he right." Because if, if our baseline for humanity is shit like that, and our baseline for who are thought leaders and thought provokers oh, yeah, are fucking niggas who make jokes and get paid fifty million to tell them, then shit. And our and, and our social justice. Thank you, sliding my mind, Tim. Yeah. 60 million to make him and we and we getting our social justice reform from a dude who's a billionaire and is an entertainer by trade that's and not up. that you can't be those things but yeah. like when you solely do those things and like that's what history and everything says we're fucked yeah as, as a group day, we're fucked. I, like, I don't think i don't we're think at the end of the day just because you tell jokes don't like you can't educate at the same time it's not no. that you can't but you are not the primary and the sole reason for these things while we have these conversations maybe around but not, but what you said about the gay comedians bashing in the straight people though so just but like, see that's the but that's the whole point of <laughs> but i think that's the whole point had, that was the whole point of, it's it they're trying to tell you that at this day in 2019 whether you agree with them or not Even I, though this I, I allow for you it's shit. not the same that's what they're telling you and i'm uh, yeah. and it's for us so because to, they said it's not the same. No, it's and for, they say it's not right. No, it's I'm supposed to rock. You're not, but the thing is, why is like, are we gonna have a conversation? That's the whole point. I'm about the whole point is that if you're not gonna have nothing, it goes back to but if we're gonna get capital and have a real conversation. Though? I don't know if we're gonna get capitalists out the way. I said it's going a, back, like you said about Jay Z. A lot of people don't like being critiqued. It is what it is, man. Everyone, everyone should if just be. Take criticism, I'm done. Cool. I'm done. The streets are done. Everyone's done. Um, it's just all done. We're fucked. We're fucked. We We're fucked. We're fucked. We got a fantasy football league. Um, looks like it's my year, you guys. Shout out to Everyone's me. Everyone's lying. It's my year. I'm lying. Yeah, he's lying. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we're out of here, guys. Good to be back. Shout out to Sal, man. Lights out, lights out, iced out, iced out, mics out. We gon' get you damn when, damn when. Lights out, lights out, iced out, iced out, mics out, mics out, bands in, bands in. Lights out, lights out, iced out, iced out, mics out, mics out, damn when, damn when. Summertime fresh, macking early in the morning. What's the time check? I got bitches getting busy for the dawn break, staking eggs. Whipping shit up for the dawn. Wait, come on, tell.